Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering The Exorcist Believer. But before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So today I am drinking, I am doing a repeat. I am doing the Republic of Tea Apple Pie Chai. It's got cinnamon, red rubose, ginger root, uh, licorice root, cardamom, nutmeg, and clove. And it is the holiday in a cup. And I am also doing a repeat of the Republic of Tea's pumpkin ginger tea. And it's got red rooibos, sweet blackberry leaves, cinnamon, ginger, natural flavors, nutmeg, cloves, and allspice. And thank you to the Republic of Tea for allowing us to continue to do what we love. And for our tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. So for the summary, Angela and her friend Catherine go missing for, I think it's like three days. Three days. Mm -hmm. And come back. Different. At first, <laughs> yeah, different. Seemingly at first traumatized, but then you find out that they're possessed by demons. So, you a know. demon. It's the same demon. Okay. A demon. Get it right. Okay. <laughs> For shame. Uh, I thought they were just working together. Nope. But, okay. Same demon. Yeah, because it's the same demon that possessed Reagan, isn't it? No. No, it's a no. different one. They don't actually name it, but in interviews, they... They named it. I forget the name, though. It starts with an L. <laughs> Loser. But it is, it is not. <laughs> it is not Pazuzu. About Luluzu. No. Okay, so for entertainment. <laughs> um, so. I'm not mad that they made this movie, but it is one of those movies where I was like, why did they make this? Um, I uh, this one to me. You're not mad. You're just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not necessarily even disappointed. I'm just like neutral, neutral to like yeah. slightly like yeah. not mad, but just why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as far as like ratings go. I would say, like, for me, this one's, like, either, like, a 7 or a 6.75. And, like, well, first, I will say, to the movie's credit, why did it have to pull out our heartstrings so early in the movie? <laughs> With, the, like, the whole earthquake and the mom dying, like, yeah. I, my heart was a little broken, I will say, in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, that was hard. Because um, they wanted us to really feel for the guy. Yeah. And have a connection with the girl. <laughs> yeah. So they, they did good, do a good job with, like, building that relationship. They wanted you to care. <laughs> yeah. So I, I felt like that was, like, this movie definitely has some strong points in, like, building up the relationship. 
but like the one thing that I didn't really understand is I, I think is like them trying to like up the ante or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, why two people possessed at the same time? Like, I don't know. It was, it just, <sighs> I don't know. It's just like, it's a lose lose situation mm-hmm. because if both, kids live then it's like oh there weren't really any stakes but then if one of them dies it's like well then it's kind of like well which one because i almost feel like they i mean Catherine was also just like her friend but by the end they both were like fairly main and central to the storyline but because they built up angela you're like, yeah, she better live because you did all of this work to, like, you know, have her mother die and, like, wish that the baby is saved and all of this stuff. It's like, so it'd be absolutely tragic if you killed Angela off. But then, so, it's like, if you're following the movie's logic, it's like, okay, if one of them has to die, then obviously it'd be Catherine. And so it's just, it it makes the movie a little bit, like, predictable in a few ways. But also, it's just like, I feel like they had both of them to try and add additional suspense, but really didn't add much of anything. Um, It was interesting seeing the dynamics of the families, but um, especially since, like, the father, you know, after seeing his wife go through that and having to save his daughter, um, he, he made it very obvious that he was no longer religious or, well, I mean, I guess he was kind of a skeptic even the, in the beginning of the movie. But the point is, he's an atheist, while the Catherine's parents are, like, very Catholic. Um, so that was an interesting dynamic. But it's, like, besides that, it's just, like, what was the purpose of, like, him being atheist versus them being Catholic? Like, what did that bring to the table with Angela, like, living? Because ultimately it was, like, because of her mother that at least helped influence the outcome i don't know i don't know but i will say it was really refreshing to be able to see reagan and chris again that was pretty cool um and it uh it it like brought a different like mood to the movie now i kind of hate that they stabbed out chris's eyes (laughs) like and i'm also surprised maybe this is realism but i'm also surprised that she attempted to try and do an exorcism is like you you even said earlier in the movie you weren't really a part of it so why would you try it like what the hell like she said she studied different rituals from different cultures for years afterwards yeah so maybe she felt like confident at that point but it's like but um at that same time the girl's unrestrained (laughs) yeah this is a problem she just went in there with like no (laughs) preparation (laughs) yeah because it's like all the priests are like okay we need this like would they have a checklist well she was and the person needs to be tied down yeah (laughs) yeah because they're a danger to themselves and others yeah and I, I did enjoy, like, the whole journey that the dad took with, like, going to see Chris and, like, kind of having her talk through. Like, that was that was just, like, an interesting conversation to have. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, like, I like that 
you know, we talked about before in Boogeyman how the dad was just so, like, not going to believe the daughter. Well, this dad, even though he's a skeptic and an atheist, they make him more reasonable to where he's like, something, something that I can't explain is wrong with my Mm -hmm. daughter. And so he's going through these outside avenues to try and figure it out. So it's like, I, I do like the fact that they didn't make him so stubborn Mm -hmm. (laughs) well he's trying like all avenues right he's He's covering all the bases yeah yeah seeing what hits yes yeah yeah it's like overall i'm glad that i saw the movie but it's like like i said it's like i would not miss it if it didn't exist um i i feel like they've kind of exhausted the things that they can do with the exorcist series and the first movie is still like the best like you can't i don't know but oh you you have something to say i'll wait okay but um, oh i've got a lot to say okay but um but yeah it's like really the it was nice to uh it's like i like the character building especially between angela and her father and then being able to see you know the two like older older characters or original characters but that's what i got you didn't give it an actual rating yet you said it was between I said, a, a six point oh you're making me commit yes <laughs> i'm gonna go with a seven okay i'm gonna give it a 7.5 okay the more i watch this movie the more i appreciate it i also ended up looking some stuff up about this movie and I found out some interesting things. So one, this is part of a planned trilogy. No! <laughs> Why? <laughs> Let bygones be bygones. Let these old movies stay at rest. You don't need to reboot them or create all these old series spinoffs. Just stop it! Stop! Quit it! Quit! <laughs> Looking at you, Disney! <laughs> but anyways. Just Hollywood in general, but, yeah. <laughs> that greatly upset me. <laughs> Next one's already in production. Oh. And they're expecting it to come out in 2025. maybe i'll eat my words we'll see but i mean if this is supposed to be like a solid start i'm concerned (laughs) so again this movie i feel like needs more than one watch because again the more i watch it the more often i watch it the more i appreciate it there are different parallels between this and the original like the the loss of faith and or questioning of faith and everything um in the original movie it was one of the fathers Hmm. one of the priests in this movie it was the dad Mm -hmm. so he did believe in some of the stuff but after he lost his wife after he had prayed so hard that she would be saved and everything and that she and the baby would be fine. She, he had to make a choice. Yeah. 
And very difficult choice. Because the next scene we see the daughter, we assume that he picked the baby. But they show us later that he actually chose his wife. And in a cruel twist of fate, they couldn't save the wife, but they were able to save the baby. So at least he still had a part of her that was left. So he lost a little bit of faith because he lost his wife, his spouse, his his significant other. Um, and he questioned if anything was real. And even if it is, what's the point, basically? So when faced with the evidence of <laughs> my child is definitely possessed... Like, there's no denying it. Something, something's up. <laughs> These things aren't, aren't normal. <laughs> then he starts to kind of let go of that anger a little bit and starts coming back to it and starts believing in something outside of himself and, and what he has. Because parents will do anything to try to help their kids. Good parents will do anything to try to help their kids. <laughs> Rephrase that. Yeah. So, and we do see him being overprotective, but considering what he went through and that he has been a single dad, presumably this whole time. And again, that is really the last piece of his wife that he has left apart from some random clothing or random items here and there um i can definitely see why he would be really overprotective it's just them that's all they got <laughs> yeah so he even moved areas like he went to a different country because they were in haiti so, he, he's holding on a little tight, <laughs> which is understandable. But I also like how this movie brings in different faiths. And it's not just hardcore Christianity, Catholic, <laughs> Catholic religion. Like, it's, it's spiritual and it takes into account other people's beliefs and they even mention that it's not necessarily about the rituals themselves it's about people and their belief and hope and their connection so that was really interesting um they kind of bring full circle the the horrible no win choice because in the beginning, they said they could only save one. Yeah. And he had true. to choose, which no one wants to make that choice ever. And then later, the demon is telling them, you have to choose. One of the girls live or they both die. And it's the same twist where, mm -hmm. yeah, like Catherine was initially chosen to live by the dad. And then, but then she ends up dying. Mm -hmm. And oh. So... Because it's a demon and because they lie, the mom and 
the main guy both see that it's likely a lie and it's a no-win situation and they refuse to choose. The other dad breaks down and chooses his daughter. The demon tries to kill them both and apparently, what I read in an interview, was initially they hadn't planned on either of them dying. But the guy wanted to make sure that the demon had a a win in each of the movies. Oh, interesting. So that's why they ended up killing Catherine. And it makes more sense, especially if they're planning a trilogy, to kill Catherine instead of Angela because she would cause the most impact. They didn't say that in the interview, just my thinking it causes more of an impact. She had siblings. She has both parents. So it's not going to just affect the parents and their relationship to each other, but yeah. also to their kids. Yeah. And the kids' relationship to each other as well. So, and, and it's like their feelings said- towards her. Your whole thing, the whole thing with hope, mm-hmm. too. It's like it's taking away their hope mm-hmm. and might make them easier to become victims later on, too. Exactly. Exactly. So there's more of a way in there for the future. The door is left open, basically. Now, a lot of that is contingent upon how they handle things going forward. You do see the dad really beating himself up for what happened, the um, Catherine's dad beating himself up for making that choice and what happened after. You see him alone in the diner and it looks very downhearted and despairing, but you do see possibly a, a little bit of hope when the mom walks in to the diner as well. To sit down with him. So they might be able to work through it. Again, everybody grieves in different ways. So it could go either way. But whether the demon is able to attack that family again is really going to depend on how they handle their grief and how they're able to communicate and work through it with each other and with their remaining children as well. So, and keeping ties with the community <laughs> and not isolating themselves. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it also leaves a lasting scar on Angela because that was her best friend. Yeah. And that's not something you get over in a week. <laughs> Yeah. Especially when yeah. you're very much connected yes. to their death. Yes, absolutely. So it was an insanely traumatic experience. I do like how they kind of parody the um, the three day absence of the girls mm. as like the three day absence of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's more Christian and all, but because. This series especially typically leaned more Christian. It makes sense for them to put that in there. And it shows just how desperate the parents were as well to find them and get them back safely. So as a new mom myself, I was like, 
in knots <laughs> until they found the girls. And then I'm like, oh, something's definitely wrong here. <laughs> Who might need to see somebody, talk to somebody for a while. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. <laughs> Take a few holy water baths. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the salt and sage here? <laughs> going to need to oust some things <laughs> get rid of some negative energy um there were a couple of things in realism that don't make too much sense but we'll get to that in a little bit but again it's just these little things here and there and i'm glad i actually looked up some of this stuff too that gives a bit more meat to the story so there are some things that you would miss it <laughs> if you weren't really paying attention they actually show the demon in one scene, it's like the silhouette. It, it, it's a blink and you miss it kind of thing. <laughs> but it's like during the exorcism kind of scene. And it's like in a doorway kind of thing, a little ways off. Apparently they spent hours in makeup and prosthetics. <laughs> and they showed it for just like a couple seconds. And they didn't even put the name of the demon in the movie. I had to look that up, too. <laughs> because they kept referring, like, they kept using the name in the interview. And I'm like, did they ever say the name in the movie? I thought I was losing my mind. <laughs> no, they don't actually use the name of the demon in the movie. <laughs> I feel like you're selling this movie to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> I'm selling the movie to her and she's mad about it. <laughs> so again, it's it's worth more than one watch. You won't get as much out of it unless you dig into it a little bit. And I know that's kind of off-putting for some people and it's not everybody's cup of tea. But it's it's worth it if you're into that kind of thing. If you're not, no judge. No yeah, judge. And that's the thing that makes... <laughs> I feel like horror movies specifically, like, difficult. Because there's some horror movies that's, like, you see what you get. Mm -hmm. But then other ones where it's, like, oh, no, they, like, thought of all of this background stuff that's mm -hmm. really not, like, brought up in the movie. And then you realize how, like, complex it is. Like, I feel like Insidious is a good, like, face value. Like, it's a more complex horror movie, but they, like, show everything well, this one, like I did, I did notice the parallels, like the three mm -hmm. days, and all, I the I didn't catch the parallels of the mother and daughter versus Catherine and Angela. Mm -hmm. That one went over my head, but you mentioned that I'm like, oh yeah, duh. So it's like you know, it wasn't like they mashed it together and they're like, oh, here's a new Exorcist movie. Like I could tell that they actually like attempted mm -hmm. to make it a good movie. And I do love that they brought Reagan and Chris back into it. Yeah, yeah. And there was some resolution there, too. Yeah. So When Chris couldn't see anymore, but... Mm -hmm. Hey, she might have lost her sight, but she gained her daughter back. Yeah, I'm sure she would take that over. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Worth <Yep>. it. <laughs> yep. She said that was her one regret. So, to have her daughter back... 100% worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Realism is... Ugh. Well, I will say, as far as, like, um, realistic... I, I did enjoy 
the dynamics that they made between like Chris and Reagan and the explanation on why they like grew apart. Mm-hmm. Um, like I felt that was like really reasonable, especially mm-hmm. for it being branched from as traumatic of a situation as it was. It's like they were dealing with it in their own separate ways. Yes. And it wasn't like But Reagan wanted to be more private about it. And yeah. she felt like her mom was capitalizing on it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like you can totally understand yes. like both sides. Oh like, yes, it was uh, like Chris was trying to understand it and like get more involved and in depth. Make well, lemonade out of lemons. Yeah, and Reagan's like, no, I just want to try and move on with my yes. life. And then after the the kids come back uh, from the three days, all of the examinations, especially like a few specific mm-hmm. ones I can think of. That's uh that's pretty on target. Yeah. I was actually surprised that they uh did one of those tests. I was like, mm, but I'm like, well, I mean, that's fair. That was one of my first thoughts, honestly, yeah. was you might want to test for something like that. Because yeah. if they're gone for three days, then yes, test. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Because that's one of the biggest worries, especially when little girls go missing. Yeah. I mean, they're teens, but still. Yeah. They're like early teens. Yeah. Yeah. The dad, of course, like reaching out for help uh, for his daughter. uh, That's definitely like on par, especially Mm -hmm. like the lengths he went to try and like figure out what was going on. I also like the how in detail they showed like while the girls were missing, like all of the like the search and rescue and like all of that. Um, I feel like that was a nice touch that made mm-hmm. it feel more pressing, more realistic, more like these girls are in danger and we mm-hmm. need to find them. Like, honestly, I feel like that was more tense in the movie than like the actual like them being exercised. Yeah. Because it's like they were missing. Like, you don't know what's happening. And then the movie doesn't show well, you any hint. Because your mind can run away with you. And yes. you're like, anything could be happening Yes, and you're them. like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. And the parents aren't there to help them. It's just a very intense... Like, helpless. Helpless yeah. moment. And it's just awful. <laughs> yeah. And then I also like the... The fact that they put the girls in a situation where, I mean, gave them opportunity to be possessed, for Mm -hmm. one. But also, it gave an opportunity for them to be like, well, they're gone for three days and, you know, they were, went through something potentially traumatic. And so, it was kind of like, well, is it trauma or is it, like, something else? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, it, you know, ends up becoming the something else. But the fact that it's like, they even put that in the realm of like questioning mm-hmm. on like, well, are they actually possessed? Is it both of them? Is it one of them? Cause I had initially thought it would be cool if like only one of them was possessed and the other one was just traumatized. And it's just like guessing like which one was which or whatever until it like revealed itself. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Kind of like a, uh, a good way to lean into the possession. Yeah. And I like the like the transition of the father from being like skeptical to more like being on board just for the fact that it's like helping his daughter. Like for the sake of argument, let me explore this option as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because at least he's doing something. 
Yeah. And I I definitely would understand just feeling even more helpless. Even if you're just waiting for an answer medically. <laughs> like it helped him to actively look for other avenues. Yeah. Well, okay, I'd say the one thing that sticks out to me as being the least realistic is the fact that Chris, like, went into the room yeah. and was like, I'm going to exercise this little girl. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like, when, mm-hmm. especially with no, like, preparation yeah. or any list or anything. Yeah. It's just, like, you you witnessed and you studied different like exorcisms or or different rituals, rituals different customs and you yeah. didn't even like prepare at all no. <laughs> and went in basically without backup yeah it's like i hate what they did to her character but at the same time i'm like she kind of deserved that. a little bit yeah yeah a little big for your britches there or <laughs> yeah um i also maybe it was because of like the family was going to church or um or because of, like, uh, Chris. But, it's like, I feel like the priest didn't... They didn't do a whole lot of preliminary work before they're like, let's do an exorcism. Yeah, there wasn't much documentation. I mean, yeah, they had the the wounds and everything. And they were both checked into some kind of psychiatric care. But they didn't really have, like, an investigation from the the church yeah is that i feel like that was the only thing that was kind of lacking in the Mm -hmm. exorcism process is uh, even in like our actual like life or whatever the um the catholic church like it's documented i mean up for debate on if demon possession is actually a thing but in cases where the church thought that that was a potential they are like there are certain steps that they're like required to follow, and it's not just a. I mean, it's mostly a liability thing. Yes, because if they need to prove this is why we thought mm-hmm. this thing, um, because if anything goes wrong, then the church is liable. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so it's like I feel like that was kind of not just like lacking in the movie of the plot itself, but also like a realism thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say I'm dancing between a, oh, okay, okay, I'll meet myself uh, in the middle. I'll do 2.75. I give it a two. Oh, well. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I give it a two. <laughs> because there are a lot of movies got a movie moments. And there's not, it. It felt like a very, very fast progression. Yeah. Like, even in the original Exorcist movie, I feel like there was more lead up to it. It wasn't zero to 90. Yeah, as a in slow point two five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> also, just little nitpicky things. When Angela starts acting off and all, the, the dad notices, but then the next morning, I do... I do appreciate that they did try to stay consistent with the whole breakfast thing. And after she mentioned that she didn't want any kind of like animal products, especially pig (laughs) products like bacon, then he brought her ice cream. (laughs) And I think like French toast or pancakes or something. I think it was pancakes. Um, 
And he's like, if Rocky Road don't get you up, I don't know what will. Yeah. I've never known you to sleep through Rocky Road. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was very, very sweet of him yeah. that he remembered that she didn't want pork products anymore yeah. and that um, they had talked about ice cream for breakfast. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. So he was trying to bring a little bit of levity, um, but then he, he realized that she had messed up her sheets, <laughs> wet the bed, and he was trying to be a good dad and get her cleaned up and everything, but... Um, when he walked in there and the water was dirty as all hell and oily and gross yeah, that's and gross. she was nowhere to be seen, that bathtub was full. I'm surprised he didn't stick his hand down in there to make sure she wasn't drowned in there. Cause that's a problem. Yeah. Also, you might want to check your pipes. Um, <laughs> cause that ain't right. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't uh, that dirty. That's a problem for sure. <laughs> And then seeing the the nail on the end of the tub, it just, (laughs) that was bad. I know they have to be checked into psychiatric care, um, so it makes sense that a family that is more heavily religious and doesn't necessarily believe or put much stock in psychiatric care or doesn't want the stigma of their daughter being in a mental institution or something to want to try to take care of her at home, but they are not well-equipped at all for that. Um, I also understand that sometimes it's more of a money issue. They can't afford it, Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate, and that's a whole other debate that we won't get into. Uh, <laughs> definitely not today. So that was interesting to see there, but I feel like... Since Angela was already in there, they were able to get her out a little too easily, Hmm. personally. Yeah. Also, when they were screwing the the chairs to the floor, um, they left a bunch of nails right next to the chair. And I feel like when you're dealing with demons, that's probably not the best idea. And they never picked them up. So I'm a little surprised that they didn't use that in play later. Um, Yeah. I I do agree that the church would have had a lot more of an investigation and it would have taken a lot longer. And I know a movie only has so much time and they've got to move the plot along, but there are certain things that they could have cut out and put this in that would have helped a little bit. But also the priest that she went to the main priest guy um, not everyone is trained to do an exorcism. Like, they have specific people for that, and they do that for a reason. So, she just went to this priest guy expecting him to be able to do the thing, and I am honestly not surprised, in the least, that he died as quickly as he did. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm a little surprised there wasn't more death. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Like, Neighbor Dan. (laughs) Whatever his name was. (laughs) Neighbor Dude. Who seemed a little... Unnecessary. But everybody's gotta have a friend. So, you know. 
Um, and he was the connection to the the spiritual lady, I guess. It was extremely odd and didn't make that much sense to me that the neighbor was in the dad's house at that one scene and yeah. let the spiritualist lady and her assistants in the house, which is not his house. Yeah, like, excuse you. To do these rituals that the guy does not believe in. Yeah. Like, how entitled do you have to be to feel like you have that right? I get that you're trying to help, but at least ask. It is not your house, sir. Yep. Rude. <laughs> also, why wasn't the door locked? Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> I want to know how the nurse lady got the equipment as well for, like, the IVs and the, the heart monitors and stuff. Because <laughs> you can't just go down to the local local corner store and pick up these things yeah and the hospital is held is not gonna oh like, yeah they're not gonna to just, just check out you, the out. the equipment yeah. yeah so um no <laughs> no and i agree um chris should not have tried i know it seemed like at first she was trying to call Catherine to to the four just to try to get her to take over long enough to even subdue her. But then she seemed like she was starting an actual exorcism ritual. And I'm sorry, I don't care how much you've studied that. You don't go in without backup. And you certainly don't try it when they're unrestrained. Like, there's just, there were so many things in that room alone that would have caused death. And if a demon who has been moving things around and is supernaturally strong and everything can move things seemingly with their mind, um, maybe don't do that <laughs> until you have someone else there to maybe assist. Like, that's just asking for trouble. She's lucky she's not dead. <laughs> I do like the resolution that they brought, though, to her story. She got her daughter back. So, hopefully she ate a little bit of humble pie as well. <laughs> yeah. And won't necessarily try anything stupid again like that. So, that was nice. I also like the message at the end that it's not necessarily about, like, the demons aren't necessarily after making people lose their faith. It's about making them lose their hope. So yeah. that was nice. That was a good touch. And I hope that they continue that kind of trend later. I, I forgot to mention also that uh, <laughs> there didn't seem to be any kind of investigation or anything after the paramedics were called for right. the girls. Yeah, after for real. The exorcism. Mm -hmm. Like there's a dude on the floor with his neck out of place. <laughs> and there's a girl in cardiac arrest. And the other one had a cardiac event. And they're just not going to have any kind of investigation or anything. It's just... It doesn't look sus at all that the girls were, like, tied to a chair that was bolted in the ground. Yeah. There were restraints and everything. Yeah. There were symbols on the ground. Like... Not sus at all. Yeah. 
So not not a very realistic movie, but to be fair, the exorcism movies aren't very realistic to begin with. Yeah, it's like I I feel like it is worth a watch, but I guess we'll we'll see if uh, how much the trilogy brings to the table. Is like this movie if it was a standalone. I'm just kind of like, meh. I reserve judgment. I will watch the next one for sure. But I... I'm cautious about it. (laughs) Again, the more I watch this one, the more I dig into it, the more I enjoy it. But it's definitely not going to be a go-to. Thank you for joining us today. And let us know what you thought of the movie. If you'd like to recommend a movie game or tea, you can leave us a comment or join our Discord server. And if you'd like to keep up to date with our content, you can find our link tree listed below. And if you'd like to support us monetarily, we have a Teespring and a PayPal, or we have our affiliate link with Republic of Tea available. It does not affect the price of the tea. It just allows us to continue to do what we love. You can find all of the sites mentioned link below. But until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.